Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Today we're going to talk about what a shaman is. The term shaman originated in the Tungus tribe of Siberia. Um, it, it's someone that is one who knows. A shaman is a guide, guides the awakening, the healing, and the evolution of consciousness. The term was brought to Western Europe in 1698 by a Dutch traveler who wrote a book about his time spent with the Tungus tribe. Um, anthropologists use this word to describe medicine, men and women of indigenous cultures who were able to work between spiritual and physical realms on behalf of individuals, community, and the planet. And although the word originated in the Tungus tribe, it is said that many indigenous cultures passed down these sacred healing techniques through the generations. The word shaman identifies a unique relationship with spirit, someone that is able to create a bridge between the physical world and the spiritual world and sees things from a broader viewpoint and a higher ethical place. They are able to trust the flow of life and surrender to divine timing. They come to know themselves very deeply, both light and shadow, and it's through this deep knowing of self that helps to release judgment and biases, which help to cultivate a stronger relationship with self and spirit. A shaman is considered to be a healer. They are looking at things from an energetic level, a level of spirit and the level of the soul. That means they go beyond the physical symptoms to the deeper root of an issue. They are able to see physical, emotional, soul, and spiritual levels. They see what needs to be brought back into alignment on the spiritual level which then makes a ripple all the way through to the physical level. Because each shaman has a different connection to self and spirit, and it's unique, so is the medicines that they offer. In my experience so far, because as you guys know, I'm still, I'm just learning, I have discovered, as I said before, that Energy is a, a, it's a crazy thing. It's something that we, we probably didn't grow up learning to connect to and therefore don't even understand that it's so easy to connect to others people, other people's energies. But every time that I go into a session, a healing session in this, in this capacity, I'm amazed at how clearly you can connect to the energy of another person, especially when you're not even in the same location as they are. It's, um, you know, through this, you, you take time to open sacred space and you clear your energy and you open yourself up to that specific person's energy. And then it's like, 
you, not that you become them, because I don't think that's what happens. I think that it, it, you are just tied to that person. And therefore, when I'm going through a, a session with someone, I feel like I'm living and feeling the emotions of that person. And then there's a clear knowing as I connect with that person from from source or spirit, what needs to shift to help that person move forward in their life. And and then usually for me, what happens is that, you know, there's words that come out of my mouth that are kind of like, like a soothing, um, I don't know, I feel like they're very nurturing and soothing words. And it's almost like, spirit is coming through me to say exactly what that person needs in that moment to help them on their path. And I say that it's it's coming through me because you know when we step back from this and we really look at logically how would I know what that person needs? You know, typically when you're holding space for someone it's just to to let them speak their their issue their word their their whatever problems that they want to bring forward but there on my end there would be no way for me to other than being a friend and you know being there and saying like you know I'm here for you I understand this is different this is like um when you feel and you are those emotions or the, the that trauma that the person went through it's like you're not, you're, well, okay, you're empathetic, which we already know that I am, but you're, it's more than that. Like you can see so clearly where the, where the thread started. And then it's like going back to that place and really speaking in a lot of times it's really speaking to the, the child of that person and, and helping them kind of like come out of the shell that they've been put in because of whatever trauma they, you know, that made them their soul hide in a way. And so the words that I, you know, I'm typically witnessing are very just calming and nurturing and, and usually telling the person that, you know, that they are loved and that it's some, it's safe, like it's safe to be who they really came here to be. And it's interesting too, that in the, the few sessions that I've had, um, I think that the deep, probably connected oneness issue that most of us have is probably like what I started this podcast talking about is the the feeling of not being able to be yourself and the feeling of being afraid to be who you really are. And in at least in the times that I've experienced so far, most traumas and most things come from that place, that place where you felt like you weren't wanted or you weren't trusted, or you, you weren't believed, you weren't wanted. Um, it's amazing that, you know, most of the souls that I've, I've worked with really, I don't want to say they have the same exact problem because they all are nuanced and different, but they really stem from that child's place of, of having like being full of optimism and, and life 
and kind of being put into a closet. And, um, and then really it's talking to that child and like speaking lovingly to them and love and like bringing them back to life, you know, and then in a way too connecting the person back with that child so that they can then bring that thread of who they, you know, the, I don't know, the excitement of how a child is, you know, how you can live life back through that child and, and bring them back into who you really are, because it's weird that we all, you know, we all want to have fun. We all want to be like adventurers and, you know, brave and all of that. And it's like, if, if we realize that most of our children, most of our child selves were, were kind of put, pushed down long ago, it feels like that's where the majority of healing needs to take place. And I mean, even when I look at myself, it's similar, you know, like I, I was afraid to be who I was. Right. And I, I didn't know that I was safe to be who I was. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be like everyone else. And I'm, I'm guessing that I'm not alone in that, you know, and so in the, in the cases that I have done so far, you know, each person's trauma as a child are different, but really it all comes down to one thing is like, I think spirit is telling us that it's safe. It's safe to come out. It's safe to drop the pretenses of being what society has kind of conditioned us to be. And it's safe to now go back to that original soul that you came here to be. And even if that's a, you know, a child, who cares? Like bring them forward, let them come out, like play, dance, let them see that you trust them again and that you want them to be part of who you are today. Because I feel like that's where the majority of healing comes from. It's like connecting back with that inner child that, you know, has long since been gone, (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's been my experience so far in connecting with people. It's like, um, re-examining, well, first you go through the process of understanding what their physical issue or emotional issue is at in present day. And then in that thread, what happens is that for some way, maybe because I'm attached to their energy, it becomes like a clear line that reverts back to wherever the trauma happened. And then it's, like I said, speaking lovingly to that child and helping them understand that things are different now and that the the adult person is going to have their back now and that they aren't going to neglect them anymore. And in that space there's just a deep healing that happens. And not only, um, I would say what really seems to happen is that the adult person, uh, it's like they didn't even remember there was a child there, you know? I mean, because we're all adults now and it's like, it's so long ago, you don't even think it matters. But the truth is like that child in you is like the most important thing to your soul because that child was the soul that you came here to be before society conditioned it to to step back and to to dumb itself down and to be something that it wasn't so if you can then see like 
whoa, this, this child is there waiting. It's been waiting for you for however many years you are. And all it wants is to be like nurtured. You're just like, wow, it's such an easy way to, to get healing in my present day. So when you connect that to the, the source of the current emotional issue or, you know, issue that the person's having, it's, it almost is like it's a ripple effect that heals everything up to that point, because all of a sudden it's like the lights have turned on and it becomes so simple. And it's kind of like the same in my own healing journey, even though it wasn't uh, through shamanism, it was the same thing. Pontea told me I needed to be able to look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you and, and nurture my inner child. And I just, I, you know, I remember thinking like, I quote, well, I remember I couldn't even say I love you to myself, but it's similar. And it's like, in the, I mean, now I look back and I think like, is that what everybody needs? Everybody has this this child that was in some way wounded that then changed the course of, of our lives. You know, it changed the, the trajectory of who we could have been. And, and not all wounding and healing or wounding, sorry. Not all wounding happens, you know, as a, that it's meant to happen or that, that it was intentional. But, you know, like I was super sensitive as a child. So my, wounding back then I don't think was intentional but it still happened you know because I think we all come here really as raw souls like absorbing everything and you as a baby you know and a, a toddler you push and push and push the boundaries to 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 say like this is who I am and a lot of the times we're told no and sit down and you can't do that and don't touch that. And you get to this point where you you really believe that it's not safe to be who you are, you know. Um, so after we go through this process, <laughs> I then pull back my energy from the person so that it's a very clear tie of I went on that journey with them. I I brought them to this place of seeing very clearly what needs to be healed at the deepest level. And then I take myself out of the equation and I clear the space between us. And it's like then from then it's having them integrate what they've seen and what they've learned on this path into their current moment. And, and then, and then, kind of giving them tools to understand how to nurture that child and how to free the experience and and give themselves space to integrate what they've what they've learned in this you know session um and it's funny that at least in the experience that, that I've had so far it changes there's an energetic um line that changes in their consciousness that changes who they become or you know it changes their their trajectory on on and what they are going to continue to give energy to so i mean again i'm saying that i am so new at this and i i definitely um uh i don't even know if i would say i'm a shaman because i think you know i got into this not even knowing what shamanism was and definitely didn't think that I was going to be a healer in this way, but I have been open to 
learning what what this is supposed to bring to my life. And so far, what I feel like I know is that if you work on yourself and you go deeper into who you are and you cultivate your connection to spirit, anybody can do this. Anybody could be the gateway. I feel like it's a gateway or a portal for someone else it's like holding the, the spiritual space for someone else to find clarity in their own path, in their own journey. And I, I, if I can do this for somebody, I, I feel like anybody could because I definitely don't think I, you know, possessed uh, the, I don't know, the, the knowing that I was supposed to do this or, you know, I, other than I told you I followed the threads to, to get me to, to this point. I definitely never thought that I could do this. And I even remember saying in my, um, in, in this journey of shamanism that I didn't want to, I didn't even want to try because I felt like I'm not going to be able to do that. But on the other side of that fear is something that blows you away. You know, um, I definitely now can see, that I'm supposed to know how to do this. I still don't know if this is what I'm, you know, this is what my my life is supposed to be about. I don't know that. But I do think it's a gift that I've learned that I'm so thankful for. And I feel like it 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 it's weird because it helps you connect you deeper to the unknown and to the spirit. Because if, if you can see if you can allow yourself to be the conduit for somebody else to find this this knowing and this happiness and this clarity in their own lives, it's just another confirmation of there's something so much bigger than ourselves out there. And it's it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know? I mean, how do we know what we're capable of if we've only if we've only considered what's normal, I guess, you know, or what's acceptable. Um, I, I mean, think I'm sure there's a zillion things that I don't know about that I maybe would be capable of doing too. But it's like, if we don't open ourselves to them, how do we know that we can't do them? Or how do we even know that they exist? You know, it's like, I mean, a year ago, even, <laughs> I I didn't know what this was. And I was living an unhappy life, but I probably would have judged this, you know, I probably would have been totally uh, skeptical. And I probably, I, I don't, I mean, like I said, sometimes when you're on a journey, it's better to not know, because I would have had judgments. I would have had biases. I would have had like doubts in my own abilities. And I think that's why a lot of the times we don't know where we're going. You know, it's that, that being open to the unknown where magic happens. And for me in my life right now, I am such in an unknown place. And I think there's a lot of people like that out there, (laughs) but it's the it's the letting go of the fear of that because on the other side of it like it's just the 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 greatness of something that even your mind could never have conceived of and um i think that that's what spirit is trying to show us is that if we allow space 
and quiet meditation, (laughs) there's something greater than this life. There's something so much bigger and so much more connected. And even when I think about what's happening in the world right now, it's like, you know, I feel like there is a big shift happening and I'm trying to completely stay connected in peace and love and light and sharing that with the community and the the world because I don't think I can make a difference by being a part of the what do I say the collective I don't noise isn't the right word but the collective anger I feel like we attract what we give out and I know that there's so many people that are directly affected by what's happening that I give space for those people and I'm just sending such positive light in their direction because I mean ugh, I I know that I can't even conceive the pain that these people are experiencing and and partially I know that if I were out there uh being amongst the protesters I would break down like break down crying because I know that I take in everybody's emotions and feelings and I don't feel for me that that's a positive way to help the situation so in being centered in myself I feel like I'm giving light to a cause that really needs to be fought and really needs to be um evolved (laughs) so All of that comes from knowing yourself, right? And doing the deeper work and knowing what you're capable of and how you're best, um, how you can best support this change and this times. And, and I, I believe like knowing that you can then kind of maneuver how you, how you need to, you know, if that means you're going to be out there on the front lines fighting for this cause, that's amazing. But then it's also knowing that if you can, you can work your energy in a, in a way that is way more productive, then do that. And it's all okay. And I, yeah, I think going, doing this program and learning how to do shamanism, it has taught me how to connect to that place in myself that I know. There's no more unknowing who I am. I'm so clear now in what I'm capable of and what, even if I believe in a cause, I will not bring any positivity to it. You know, I'm better off sending positive energy towards. So... Um, In saying that, I want to also say that a shaman is considered to be a healer, and they are one that looks at things from an energetic level, a level of spirit, a level of soul, and that means that they go beyond the symptoms and into a deeper root level of an issue. The important thing to understand in this form of healing is the need to support people where they are. This energy work needs to be paced and and to allow for full integration on the individual's healing journey step by step. And this is because a healer is not someone that you go to for healing. A healer is someone that triggers within you your own ability to heal yourself. It's in this moment 
of truly loving who you are completely that the healing can occur on a new energetic level inside yourself. Be away from the thing I won't stop till I let it all in. To be away from the thing I won't stop till I let it all in. To be away from the thing I won't stop till I let it all in. To be away from the thing I won't stop till I let it all in. To be away from the thing I won't stop till I let it all in. To be away from the